We're going to take just a minute so that Jaden can get things set up. Tom's at home getting ready for a big audit. We audit ILM once a year, and tomorrow is the day. <laughs> so he's at home working on all that, and Jaden and Bill didn't know that they were not, he wasn't coming until just now. <laughs> so they're trying to get set up. I felt like I wanted to do something different tonight, so here we go. Yeah. Oh, a car ran into this wall, and the window's broken. They're going to replace it, hopefully, tomorrow. They were supposed to replace it yesterday or today. Hadn't been replaced. They replaced the board. <laughs> it's smaller. But, uh, yeah, so the outside of the wall is just the brick is all broken up. So, yeah, the picture was still on the wall. They took it down, I guess, today when they redid the, uh, the wood. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, they've got too many people parking and they don't have enough spaces. And people were actually parking next door at the medical clinic and they were complaining because then they were, didn't have enough spaces, so they had to do that. That's why the tree's gone out there now. So how are we doing back there? <laughs> well, that's good to hear. <laughs> I think I have to be more specific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could read them from Hafiz. We're on? Oh, we're on. Let's start with Hafiz. Since you started, you open the energy, open it. This poem is called Someone Unite Untied Your Camel. <laughs> I cannot sit still with my countrymen in chains. I cannot act mute, hearing the world's loneliness, crying near the beloved's heart. My love for God is such that I could dance with him tonight without you, but I would rather have you there. Is your caravan lost? It is. If you no longer weep from gratitude or happiness or weep from being cut deep with the awareness of the extraordinary beauty that emanates from the most simple act and common object, my dear, is your caravan lost? It is if you can no longer be kind to yourself and loving to those who must live with the sometimes difficult task of loving you. At least come to know that someone untied your camel last night, for I hear its gentle voice calling for God in the desert. At least come to know that Hafiz will always hold a lantern with galaxies blooming inside, and that I will always guide your soul to the divine warmth and exhilaration of our beloved's tent. By Hafiz. That's a good one. All right. So we'll go ahead and begin the evening with our meditation, and then we'll, we'll move on into the rest of the evening. And for those of you that are late, the reason the painting's down, just so you're not going to be wondering about it all evening, 
somebody hit this wall uh, Friday in a car and smashed the outside and broke a window. And so the painting's over here while I do some repair work. But it'll go back up. <laughs> Should we tell them who it was? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they signed the window. <laughs> no, we don't know who it was. All right, so just go ahead and get yourself physically comfortable. And if you wish, you can go ahead and close your eyes. And just allow your attention in your focus to gather at the spiritual eye. Simply relax and let go. Letting God lift you in loving. Allow yourself to become awake and aware to this movement of spirit. Begin to notice now in the spiritual eye center any sensations, sounds, lights, colors, any awarenesses, no matter how they appear. Just allow this to come forward. Simply observe and pay attention. Not doing anything, not making anything happen, not wondering, not questioning. Simply allowing and observing. And so just now allow the light of your soul to begin to awaken that that light that you are just now reaches up towards God sharing its loving with the Creator. just now within yourself as you allow the light of your soul to share its loving with God within yourself create a space of prayer of devotion and sharing your loving with God seeing your own divine light and knowing that in this truth there is this oneness and loving. As you share your loving with God, also allow God to share His loving with you. Simply breathe in God's light and sound and breathe out your loving in this process of sharing and awakening. And now begin to allow the inner sound to awaken from within. Let the sound of the hue come present in your awareness and the movement of this loving. So now begin 
silently within, sharing your loving with God through the sound of the hue. And Lord, in this space, we do ask that you receive our loving with openness and gratitude, and that as we extend our light and our sound towards you, that you take us in, fully embracing us with your wholeness, your joy, your compassion, that we may be embraced in the fullness of your loving to assist us in remembering and once again reuniting with you. Traveling that sound and that light upon that current of loving that you extend to us. Lifting us and bringing us ever closer. Awakening us into the fullness and the truth and the light. Continuing inwardly now and sharing your loving with God, seeing your inner light and sound, going upwards and merging into God's loving light as it extends from above towards you, riding this current of loving on the silence and the sound of the hue. So just now within yourself, continue this inner journey through this path of sound and light, continuing to always hold your focus in this movement and always coming back as you find yourself or your attention waning. Simply bring yourself back to this inner focus of loving and sharing in this process of loving with God.
continue holding that inner focus of loving through this action of the sound and the light, allowing yourself to move deeper and deeper within, opening to the experience of God's loving and the loving of your soul. So now, within yourself, allow yourself to become aware of a brilliant blue light, letting this light of loving awaken to the awareness of the Christ that you are, that soul light, that light of loving, allowing this blue light now to lift you in your awareness the anointed and the awakened one that you are. So allow this blue light now to awaken within you your divine awareness as yourself as soul. Awakening in this Christ consciousness so that you and God truly are one. That you know your oneness that you and the Creator are this divine movement of loving, that as you share your loving with God, allow God to share God's loving with you. You are awakened and you are anointed. You are the chosen one. So choose back, and in this choosing, allow this light of the Christ to lift you, to awaken you to this greater knowing.
know within yourself, allowing this blue light of God's loving to come into the realm of the mind, bringing peace and calm to any question, to any confusion, to any worry, doubt, or concern. Just allow this brilliant blue light now to wash through the mind, bringing peace and balance in alignment with the movement of God's loving. Simply allowing yourself to accept and receive this action of God's love. Continue holding this inner focus, allowing the light and the sound to move you. And at any time you find yourself wandering or distracted, simply once again begin chanting the hue silently within, allowing this vibration and frequency of God's loving to bring you back to focus in this movement, in this oneness and loving. So now as we continue this inner journey, allowing the light of transformation, this light of loving, this wonderful, brilliant purple light within, to begin now to enter your consciousness, transforming, healing, lifting and loving all aspects within, from the mind to the emotions, the imagination, and the physical body, allowing this purple light, this action of loving, to bring alignment and transformation, bringing healing and peace to all levels, that as we move deeper within, truly all that we are and all who we are lives this greater light of loving, allowing God's will to be done in us and through us. So just now, Begin to be aware, open and receptive to this brilliant purple light, allowing it to move in you and through you, transmuting and dissolving any karmas, any imbalances that we stand in the way of this greater awareness and awakening to that greater truth.
continuing, allowing this purple light to cleanse and to transmute, to bring all things within into alignment with God's loving flow. So now let this purple light begin to lift your awareness, to lift your awareness into this truth and this oneness and the movement of God's loving. So simply let go and let God, allowing now this violet light to lift you in soul, bringing your soul closer and closer to the divine inner radiance of the inner sun. So just now begin this greater journey within of going deeper and deeper into the realms of spirit allowing this violet light to lift you ever higher. And as it lifts you, just now within your consciousness, begin to be aware of a brilliant golden white light high above. And as you continue looking upwards in your inner awareness, you begin to see that this purple light takes you into this golden, brilliant white light. So now continuing the inner journey, moving along this purple ray into the golden white light, just allowing your soul to be lifted in love back into the realms of spirit, into these realms of oneness.
So now, in your inner awareness, be aware of a golden white light surrounding you and filling you, that there's nothing else but this golden white light in you and around you, allowing your consciousness to awaken to the truth of the soul, that in soul you are one and you are aware and awake. Simply open your eyes, open your ears, listen and observe. Know in this oneness that you and God are one. And so now, begin to open your physical eyes, maintaining this inner awareness and this golden white light and the sound of loving. And since we heard from Hafiz earlier, we'll read from Gibran, the awakened soul. Or Gibran. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Let me move back in case lightning strikes. <laughs> <laughs> to be modest. <laughs> I said it with no ego. To be modest in speaking truth is hypocrisy. Wisdom is not in words. Wisdom is meaning without words. When God threw me a pebble into this wondrous lake, I, distur I disturbed its surface with countless circles. But not when I reached the depth, I became very still. Okay. Well, some good news before I go into whatever we're going to share about tonight. Uh, this Friday we're having, hopefully, our final uh, website meeting before we actually get it up and running. And I'm hoping that by next Tuesday we can say it's up, take a look, and have an experience and let us know what you think. And uh, I think it's going to be a very good website. It's been a lot of, lot of work on a lot of many, many people's endeavor bring this about and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. We've tried to keep it as simple as possible and yet really give you a lot of uh, experience in it as well including an audio portion and so we'll have it up and running hopefully by next Tuesday. So
a lot of people, as they begin to walk the inner journey, they bring to the inner journey and the process of the inner walk a lot of expectation and a lot of illusion that they have placed into what they think is spiritual and what is supposed to come about through spiritual practice. So I want to share a little bit tonight about this to maybe bring about more clarity as to what this inner journey is about and what you might experience and what you might not experience as you walk this inner pathway. When we are born and we begin our journey in the physical body, we are first an infant. And as an infant, we often need nurturing and care and attention. And as we grow into childhood, we begin to reach out and begin to mature physically more and begin to do more on our own. And then we grow on into adolescence, teens, and into adulthood. The same with the spiritual journey in many ways. Just as we are physically born and we begin a process of a physical journey in this creation, we also are born in spirit. And that birth takes place at the time of initiation. When we receive initiation into the path of sound and light, we are born again. We are born in the spirit, as Jesus put it, and as so many other great mystics have said. And it's important to realize that this birth is similar in a way to the physical birth. We are waking up once again to a new world, a new creation, and beginning a, a, an experience similar to that as infancy. When we walk into the spiritual journey, though, we come into it often as adults. And through our journey in the physical form, we have created a lot of illusion and taken on a lot of belief systems from other people and other traditions around us in the world about what spirit is, what God is, what awareness in spirit is. And we create a lot of expectations about what we are going to experience in our prayers, in our meditation, in our awakening as spiritual beings. And oftentimes, a lot of what we are taught in this creation, in the physical form, is more about the psychic realms than the spiritual. And so as we begin our inner journeys and we begin our meditation practice, we often approach it with the anticipation, expectation that we are going to have wondrous experiences. And a lot of these experiences that we're expecting to happen are built upon by the beliefs that we've been given about psychic phenomena, psychic awareness, psychic experience. And oftentimes, in our journeys on the inner levels, as we are walking through our daily lives, before we take initiation, we do have a lot of psychic experience, psychic phenomenon experience. And when we then are initiated and begin to walk the inner journey in our meditation, using the name of God, 
and focusing inward and upward to the realms of spirit, we continue looking for psychic phenomenon to manifest in our meditation. Now, this isn't for everyone, but it is for a lot of people. And it is also for those people who maybe have never meditated, never really prayed in their lives, never really had psychic phenomenon take place. And when they do achieve an awareness, a longing for spirit, and they take initiation, they themselves bring the expectation into the meditation as well around experience, inner experience. And oftentimes, they base it on what other people have told them, what other books they have read around psychic phenomena. The inner journey of spirit is similar to the outer journey of the soul and the physical body. In the beginning stages, once we achieve spiritual birth, being born again in the spirit at initiation, we are like infants. We are now born again in the spirit. But as an infant in the spirit, we find that the consciousness isn't very mature, isn't very aware of what truly is taking place in these realms of spirit. And the reason that is, is because the soul has been focused down into the physical realms, back down into this physical body, in a downward and outward action, and has lost sight and awareness of spirit and of true self as soul. It's interesting because I remember when I was growing up, I woke up very early on the inner levels as a child. And in looking around, I could see how many people were really asleep to their own true self as soul and truly awakening into the awareness of who they are in the physical body, in this physical creation. And when I would talk to people about spirit and about God, I would realize that they, for the most part, were focused into the world, into the experience of this creation through this physical form. And for the most part, people were not truly interested in that inward and upward focus and awakening and awareness of what that was. And I remember looking at that and thinking how lost it seemed that people were in this walk, in this world, not knowing who they truly are, not knowing where they came from, not knowing where they're going. And tonight when I was meditating, that came forward once again for me, looking at that and seeing that this journey that we are walking is a very dynamic journey. And it is what we are focused on, where we are focused toward, is where our journey is going to take us. When the soul comes into this creation, it comes into this creation for experience. And to have experience, it needs to focus downward and outward into the physical form to have a vehicle by which to have experience here. And so it's focused downward and outward to anchor its consciousness in the physical form for experience. But when we are born again in the spirit at the time of initiation, that downward and outward focus begins to change. 
there's a call that is taking place long before the moment of initiation that the soul is beginning to respond to. And that call is God's voice calling the soul home. And it is for each of us to pay attention to that inner call and to ever listen and ever to respond to it in every given moment by beginning the process of responding to God's call by saying, yes, Lord, yes, Father, yes, I'm here. I want to come home. I'll do my part. And that takes place in many ways. One, it takes place by beginning to take more responsibility for our thoughts, our feelings, our actions and reactions in this creation and how we do that with our physical form, our emotional form, our mental form, and all that is of the physical nature. Two, it's about how we begin to move in that form of action with the actions of loving, of acceptance and forgiveness. Three, it's about meditation. It's about focusing inward now, not down and out, but in and up, back to the source of our own true being. So it's now an inward and upward focus. It's taking our attention away from the physical form, away from the physical creation, and begin to withdraw it and move inward and upward back to its true nature, its true source. And all of that takes place long before initiation. It may even take place one, two, even three lifetimes before initiation truly takes place. So when that initiation time does take place and that spiritual birth does happen within the consciousness, the inward and upward journey has already been taking place for some time. But once initiation is in your consciousness, once that name of God is anchored in your consciousness, that inward and upward journey then begins to awaken the soul in a way that it could not before awaken. Because the sound of God is now calling much more loudly than ever before. So it's for us to pay attention and realize as we sit down to meditate as initiates or as those who are seeking initiation, to pay attention and realize that this is different from the meditations and the spiritual practices of the world. The spiritual practices and the meditations that are of the world, such as in the yoga practices, in the religious practices that we see being presented around this world, have to do more with the physical, the emotional, and the mental approach towards God. It's the mind trying to understand God, to figure God out, and to find the way to get God. But it's the mind doing that. It's not the soul. And the mind is ever focused in a downward and outward action, looking for God and looking for results. The mind is ever picking things apart and trying to understand. And it is ever looking for results. And the results that the mind looks for in a spiritual practice is phenomenon. 
It is the psychic phenomena. Now, some people may not call it psychic phenomena, but truly it is of the realms of the psychic. These actions and phenomena that take place when people are focused in a downward and outward spiritual practice. When initiation takes place, we begin to move on an inward and upward focus. If we have within us, instilled within us, the beliefs that phenomena is a major part of the spiritual practice, we are still going to crave, look for, expect phenomena of some kind. And when phenomena doesn't take place in our meditation, we can get disappointed, discouraged, and even lose heart about our meditation. And so one thing I want to clarify tonight is that this inner pathway of initiation in the name of God through the audible life stream is not about phenomena. It is about awakening. It is about becoming aware of who we are as soul. And that has nothing to do with these realms of creation called the physical or of the awareness through phenomena. So if there's a part of you that craves for phenomena in meditation, pay attention and realize that that's the mind looking for results, looking for proof that God exists, and looking to empower itself to make it more important and powerful so that it feels secure and safe in this practice. And realize that what our true endeavor is is to rise above the mind and all of this physical creation and awaken into the spirit, into our own soul. And the soul is not of this creation. It is of spirit. It is an action of divine loving. And that action of divine loving is something that is very simple, very quiet, very still, and yet it's very dynamic, very creative, and very expressive. And coming in to that inner journey and that inward and upward focus back to the seat of the soul, back at the third eye, the spiritual eye, and drawing the soul's essence back out of the physical form and back into its own nature is the beginning of that journey. Every time we sit down and meditate, we are first doing that. We are withdrawing the soul from physical, material, psychic realms and back into the very seat of the soul where the soul begins to experience itself more fully in its true nature as spirit, as divine, as God's loving expression. And it's important to realize that in awakening into that, it is simple, it is quiet, and it is loving. So be willing to allow yourself to go beyond the mind beyond its chatter, beyond its downward and outward focus, beyond its need for phenomena, 
and go into that still, small voice, that quiet place where God and the soul are one. And that's not found out in any levels of any creation. It is found first and foremost within your own being at the seat of the soul where your own soul resides. So realize there's no place you have to go, nothing you have to do but to sit down and close your eyes and focus your attention upon God at the seat of the soul, at the spiritual eye. And wake up there. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up into the divine that you are. Wake up into the knowing of God that you are. Wake up. And then live from that place of the awakening every moment of every day. Let that be the place where you live in and from and let your life be fulfilled in that way. If you are still looking for the phenomena, then you are still focusing into the mind. And the mind has a lot of expectation, a lot of want, a lot of need. And it goes into disappointment very easily because it's always comparing itself to others in the world, other minds and other realities. So the key is, is to not compare yourself to others and to not look down and out for the answer, for the solution, for the awareness or for the phenomena, but rather to just look simply inward and upward, loving God every moment, every breath of your meditation and every moment of every day. Let your life be a meditation to where you're living in that full awakening of the soul that you are. I can remember when I first began my meditation practice when I was 18. And up until then, I was truly walking more a path of prayer because I did not have a teacher to share with me about meditation. And so for the first years of my life, my focus was mainly on talking with God, sharing with God. But another action of that was then listening, paying attention to what came present out of God's loving. And out of that came a lot of insight and understanding and wisdom and even teachers that came forward to express that wisdom and understanding. But that truth and that wisdom and that insight did not come through the mind, from the mind, from the physical realms, or from phenomena in the psychic. It came out of loving. It came out of the action of loving God of sharing that loving with God and being in the movement of that loving and then opening to receive the movement of loving back unto myself and participating in that movement of loving and allowing whatever came forward in that loving action to take place. And it wasn't about phenomena. It wasn't about having teachers come and share and talk and present themselves. 
It wasn't about going out of body and traveling somewhere. That was not my intention nor my focus. My focus is ever loving God and sharing with God and being with God and doing with God and receiving from God. And then all else is given. And that all else that is given isn't of the mind or of this creation or of the psychic phenomena. It is of God. And it is an action of loving. It is that still small voice speaking. It is that inner light, that true light of God that is the soul that is expressing itself as a radiant light, sharing itself, expressing itself, shining itself forth. But it isn't anything to do with the mind. It's ever looking inward and upward to come to a greater understanding of the truth of being as spirit and not manifesting the mind and proving the mind and its abilities in this creation. So sometimes when I have shared in the past, I've seen in people's auras where I've shared here and elsewhere the excitement, like, oh boy, that's what I want. I want that. I want those teachers to come. I want to get out of body. I want this. I want that. I want to see angels. I want to see all this. I want to feel. I want to hear. I have shared these things hoping to inspire people. But at the same time, I've also watched that action of inspiration change to a mental concept that people then put upon themselves or take into themselves and begin to build and to chase after. And the mind is ever looking for another adventure. If it isn't in the world or under the ocean or in space, it's always looking for an adventure somewhere. And so even in the sharing that I've talked about with all of my experiences, with going out of body, the going to schools on inner levels, of having teachers come and visit. Many people's minds have taken that and made a construct that isn't so spiritually focused, but rather it is still of the mind, the mind pursuing itself and the realms of phenomena. So be aware of that and realize that if in your meditations you go into disappointment, look and see, are you an expectation? Is there an expectation that something's supposed to be happening right now? In truth, meditation is not about experience of this creation. It is about you loving God and allowing God to love you. It's about waking up in that loving and living in the movement of that loving and finding how you move in that loving to the full expression of the spirit that you are. And then whatever else comes out of that is of spirit. But realize that where you wake up, 
and where you come into the knowing of God is at the seat of the soul, at that spiritual eye center. It's not out in the realms of spirit. And it's not in this creation at the physical level. It is at that seat of the soul. So there's no place you have to go and no place you have to look to, no place you have to get to in order to experience God or God's loving. It is here and now in you. That's why we close our eyes. We close our eyes so we're not focused in this world. The moment we close our eyes, in that very second, the soul is withdrawn back to the seat of the soul for that second. And then the mind comes in and goes, no, 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 not there. Come back down here to me. And I'll take you on a journey. I'll take you into experience. I'll give you the phenomena that you want. 